If you can't speak the same language as somebody, it will be extremely difficult to have a deep, meaningful relationship with them. You might be able to get by and understand how many cookies they want from the kitchen or something like that, but you can't fully understand their hopes, wants, needs, and deepest desires. Hey, my name is Jordan Giberson. I'm a Texas girl living and thriving in London. The best thing I've ever done, moving abroad hands down, and I'm passionate about helping others do the same. Are you curious about finding a job abroad? You're in the right place, friend. I'll teach you the tried and true secrets of how to make moving abroad a reality for you and how to live a fulfilling life once you get there. We'll cover topics like choosing the best visa for you, how to get a job offer in another country, how to get over your fear of moving abroad, and how to live a life you love once you get there. This is the Move Abroad Podcast. When I first moved to the UK, I actually moved to Brighton first for about three months and I moved to London afterwards. So when I was in Brighton, I actually had a hard time making friends. I did make one friend, just one. Uh, But when I moved to London, I met so many people and I had more opportunities to make friends than I needed. Here's what I think the difference was. In Brighton, most people were British. Some of them had lived there their whole lives and had the same friend group from when they were 12. So it's no wonder they weren't looking for new friends. They had their people and they didn't really need any new friends. But when I moved to London, tons of people weren't from London. And even if they were British, they were open to having new friends because London is more of a come and go city. Many people live here for a season. They go here for grad school or they have a two-year work contract, for example. So people in London are always open to new friends because when old friends leave the city, they're open to new people entering their lives. And maybe they are also open to new people because they remember what it was like to be new and not have friends. So I'm going to list out one truth and three lies about making friends in a foreign country. So the one truth is that you do need to be somewhere where you speak the same language. Notice how I didn't say local language. I said same language. I lived and worked remotely in Italy for three months back in 2020. I always said about 90% of people spoke enough English to get by to be able to order lunch at a cafe or have a casual conversation, but about 10% spoke enough English where I could have a deep relationship with them. You just have to be able to find your 10% somewhere in the community. Maybe you moved to Italy and you don't speak Italian yet, but you can still find a community in Italy that does speak the same language as you, which can definitely work. If you can't speak the same language as somebody, it will be extremely difficult to have a deep, meaningful relationship with them. You might be able to get by and understand how many cookies they want from the kitchen or something like that, but you can't fully understand their hopes, wants, needs, and deepest desires, the topics that really help build deep connections with people. You can build shallow relationships with people who don't speak much of the same language as you, and you can maintain that lifestyle for a bit, but in the longer term, to feel a sense of belonging where you're living, you need to either speak the local language move somewhere where English is widely spoken as a second language, or make sure there is a strong expat community there who does speak your language. Now, here are three lies that you don't have to follow to find your people in your new country. The first lie is you have to move somewhere where there are other Americans. 
you may be thinking, well, yeah, that's the goal. And I was the same. I was thinking, I just came from the States. I'm not looking to meet other Americans. That's boring. (laughs) I think the trick here is when you do move somewhere, it's important to consider where there is an expat community. If you don't already know, expat is just short for expatriate, which basically just means you're living in a country that's not That's not your native country. Now, this expat community might be made of people from all sorts of countries other than your own. And it's helpful to have an expat community with others from your same country, but it's not the most important. For me, it's it's helpful to know other Americans because we have an instant connection and understanding of one another, but it's not essential. My best friends are from all over the world, New Zealand, Germany, Australia, South Africa, the Philippines, India, I could go on. I think the key here is to have an expat friend, regardless of where they're from, because they will have similar challenges that you also face that the local people just won't understand. Things like being far away from family, visa challenges, living in another country that's not your own, sympathizing for each other when we miss home from time to time, tips to set up local bank accounts, and things like that. In terms of the challenges that you face, they just get it. These expats, they just get it a bit more than local friends. And we're all in a bit of a similar um, position and we're all a bit of a similar type of person. So somebody who is willing to take the risk of moving to another country, open to meeting new people and having new experiences, someone who's adventurous, a bit more relaxed in life when things don't go to plan. Those would just be a few examples. The second lie is that it has to be a big city for expats to live there. Just because it's a big city, it doesn't mean there's an expat community. And just because it's a small town, it doesn't mean there isn't a good expat community there. Obviously, if you choose a bigger city, there's going to be a higher likelihood that there will be lots of other expats because it's just a bigger population. But there are plenty of small towns with lots of expats. A good way to find out if a foreign community has a big expat community is to Google how many Americans or expats live there or see if there are any Facebook expat groups for that country or city. The third lie is that you will have the best connections with other expats. I would say it's best to have a mix of expat and local friends to get the best of both worlds. Just like any friendship, you have to have some commonalities. So search on Google or Facebook groups to see if there are other groups of people who have similar interests to you. People who also love to surf, people who have the same religion as you, people who also work in business, people who are also artists, people who um, are also really big into cycling. It doesn't have to be an expat community, but you'll just want to make sure that there are other like-minded people there that you can connect with and that also speak the same language as you. The bottom line is that when you move to another country, you need to make sure it's a place where you can connect with people. If you can't connect with people there, it will be extremely difficult to be happy there and feel a sense of belonging because we are all made to need relationships with others. And when we find those relationships wherever we're at, we will thrive. 